0: i Bill from Eagleville Bob Church, and this is the Way to Go podcast, where we talk about faith, family, and daily life, putting the Bible into practical, everyday terms. I'm Bill McMinn.
1: I'm Angie, Angie Cliff. Cliff, yes.
0: <laughs> this is the Way to Go podcast, by the way, and we, you wanted to come in, actually, you came and talked to me in church mm-hmm. a month and a half ago, or whatever yes. it was, and you said that you wanted to promote... Vacation Bible School, but it was more than that. It was kind of like your story growing up and how much it impacted you to come to this summer church program that we do and learn about it and changes in your life and stuff like that. But go ahead.
1: So, yeah, Bill, I came to you. I wanted to talk about uh, Vacation Bible School and how important that I think it is. Um, I got to share a little bit about um, my testimony with Vacation Bible School last year, um, here at Eagleville, and it was the first time that I had actually publicly spoken about it. And that day, I wasn't really prepared to, right. um, but then I felt like it was important for me to share. I think um, I know a lot of people here in the church and a lot of people in the community, and um, I think it's it's important to share how Vacation Bible School changed my life. So now we have to go back many, many, many years. We have to go back, you know, like 40 years, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... Um, you know, picture this. It's a small southern town, and, um, you you know, I'm I'm a little girl. I'm the youngest of three girls, and we live in a single-parent home. Um, You know, my parents were divorced. Um, You know, I can't recall because I was very small when my father left, you know, exactly what had happened, but I do have a very, very clear memory of sitting at the dining room table one night um, doing homework and thinking, you know, that doorbell is going to ring. You know, um, that doorbell is going to ring one day. He's going to knock on that door, and he's going to come and take me away and uh, save me from this. And that thought would go through my head often because, you know, my mom, she worked really hard to take care of us, and she was never, ever home. And we were there alone a lot And, um, I can remember times when we would come home and there would be no electricity or we'd be scrounging through the cabinets for food. You know, we had the powdered milk and we had the the blocks of cheese that we would get from the food lines. And, um, sometimes, you know, maybe there wasn't enough to eat there or sometimes the electricity got turned off. I had terrible asthma as a kid. And I can remember my mom arguing with the electric company that, we, we had to have the lights on because um, my nebulizer machine wouldn't work without right. electricity. So she used my health condition to get the lights back on. Um, you know, I, I share this part of the story. So if anyone knows my, my, my parents now, please know that everyone um, changes and we've all come a long way. But I also have really clear memories of me and my sisters and my mom and her married boyfriend and his wife all living together in the home. Um, And, you know, it just was not an ideal situation. I can't remember hearing the words, I love you. Hmm. Uh, Even as an adult, it it was very awkward, um, you know, just to hear those words. Like, that's something that people say to each other. So to sit at that table and look at the door, hearing the chaos in the background, and think he's gonna come, he's gonna ring that doorbell, and he's going to save me from right. this situation. Um, it was very real, and it was something that I would pray for. I would just pray. You know, I hadn't been to church, I didn't know this God person, but instinctively, it's something that I would just pray right. for, right. you know? And then one day, one day, a blue bus came down our little dirt road. And I remember the side of the bus said Blue Jay. It was in cursive. It mm-hmm. said Blue Jay. And two people got off that bus. It was a man and a woman, and their names were Bernice and Jack Quincy. As it turns out, Jack was a deacon at Hardytown Baptist Church in mm-hmm. Chiefland, Florida. And they knocked on that door and they they wanted to know if the kids in the house could go to vacation Bible school that summer at Hardytown Baptist Church. Of course we could go. No one really cared where we were at or when we were coming home. Yes, take the kids, take them to church. So we went to vacation Bible school, and everything changed. Everything changed. Because you know, every single one of us, we have a need to feel loved, to feel cherished, to feel cared for, to feel protected. We have a need to have this void filled by a parent. And God promised us he would fill that need. You know, he promised us that he, you know, he was going to care for the orphan. He would be the father to the orphaned child. Right. Right. And when I went to vacation Bible school, I learned about something. I learned about unconditional love. I learned about love without judgment. I learned about Jesus And that was something that stuck with me for the rest of my life.
0: And how old were you at that time?
1: I was six years old.
0: Six years old, okay.
1: Six years old. And I think that those of us that serve in our church or maybe that, you know, we just show up on Sundays or maybe we do volunteer for Vacation Bible School, we can't forget how impactful Vacation Bible school can be. We never know what child is going to show up there right and what need that they have. I don't think that the people or the volunteers at Hardytown Baptist Church knew that this little girl that showed up that day was coming from this place of loneliness, you know that what, she was coming from, from this place of hardship. but they treated me. With love and caring and understanding, and they told me about a man who went up on a cross, and he too was lonely, right? But he still cared for me, right? And he still loved me, and he was going to fill that need that I had.
0: So you didn't see any of that, like growing up, you didn't see, hey, mom saying, hey, I'm going to pray about that, or any reference to God or Christ.
1: No, mm-mm. there was none of that. And then the the best part of this is for me is that. Bernice and Jack Quincy, they they truly cared. They they were I, I can't even tell you how important they were in my upbringing. When vacation Bible school was done, they they continued to see like how hungry I was, right. you know. This was a hungry child. Right. And they started to pick me up for church on Sundays and they picked me up for and church. And that was the blue bus. Well, the well, or, the blue bus. They started coming in their personal vehicle. They, they picked just, me up yeah, for church a on Sundays. Right. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Right, and for church on Wednesdays, and they made sure I got there. And I remember one day, um, it was a Wednesday night service, and I took a rose for Miss Bernice. And as I handed it to her, Pastor Walter Cooley, that was our pastor, um, when I handed it to her, he said, "Oh." Isn't that sweet? That little girl loves you. And I remember how uncomfortable I was hearing right. that word. Right. And I don't know that a lot of people who didn't grow up in that type of environment, how, that they could understand that a child would feel uncom- uncomfortable hearing someone say that they loved someone. No, I, you know? it is like, hard to think about, right? <laughs> you
0: no, know? like,
1: I, okay. I was so uncomfortable right. hearing someone say that I loved something or that I loved someone. Right. But- I I did. I loved them. I love Bernice and Jack Quincy. And um, and, and they, you know, I think the Lord through them were showing me so much. And um, by the time I was nine, I was baptized. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I continued on at Hardy Town and I did, you know, um, youth group and I was in the children's choir and um, they were just... an important part of my life. I did mission trips and Bernice and Jack sponsored me through my mission trips. And, um, you know, it was, it was such a life changing event and it was all that blue bus came down my road and took me to vacation Bible school.
0: And you would never Mm -hmm. know the impact that that would have on you, which is obviously ultra profound. Now, when you first go into VBS and you're a kid, mm -hmm. was it a fun thing? I mean, did you just have a good time? Did you?
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So it was exciting. mm -hmm. It's
1: Absolutely. So we have an opportunity to show kids uh, fun. I mean, you get to have fun, you get to have snacks, you get to sing songs, and you get to learn about Jesus. And they're looking at you the whole time they're looking at you because um maybe you're representing yourself in a way that they didn't I mean they don't know they don't know that right. this is how life can be this is how adults can be because even here at Eagleville you know we see all of these children that pile in here you know some are our regular kids they're here every day we right. know their families we know what it's like but we have an opportunity to touch so many children in our community right. um I think that we're very lucky in that aspect you you know, um, kids who go to vacation Bible school, uh, they have an opportunity, um, you know, they have an opportunity to learn something right? And, and to apply that to every aspect of their life.
0: Right, which is awesome. And I think uh, one of the things, too, is just being aware and inviting people.
1: Absolutely, yes. So
0: for you, like one takeaway, I would say, well, listen to that story, obviously, if you have a neighbor and there are some children around, then maybe... Just to say, hey, would you like to go? And Mm -hmm. then also, not only that, transportation was a huge need. I think about Awana North, and sometimes that's where, yeah, not having transportation to pick up kids and bring them in Mm -hmm. makes it harder, because then they have to 100% rely on their parents, and maybe, like, your mom, she was busy working all the time, so she didn't really have time to get you there. So transportation, invitation are two huge things, right? Yes. for a person coming to Christ.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. We can change lives. Right, you want to think
0: about transportation, gospel, Mm -hmm. right? Invitation to church, that's gospel. I mean, you're pointing people back and helping them to get in a place where they can learn the stuff that can actually change their life because, you know, your neighbors can't change your life. You know, I cannot change anyone's Mm -hmm. life. God can change people's lives. So I think that's the, the really, really cool thing about it. So, okay, when you went... Did any of your siblings go with you? Did was this something where your two older sisters also mm-hmm. went? And
1: so, um, my sister Chrissy, and she's just a year older than me. Okay, um, she went briefly, and then she was not interested, and she okay. didn't want to go anymore. Um, my sister Rennie, who is ten years older than me, she wasn't interested. She didn't want to go. She was too cool for that. Right. Okay. So. Um, but here's the difference. And look, I, I just, I love my sisters dearly, but my sister Chrissy, who just wasn't interested, the one that was a year, a year older than me, wasn't interested. She had, you know, wanted to go ride her bike, do this, do that. Our lives are very, very different. Right. Um, you know, I love my sister, um, but she's had a lot of challenges. Um, she's never, you know, been out and able to support herself. She suffered through, uh, drug addiction, which uh, resulted in uh, some bipolar whiskey so effective. She lives has never had a job. She lives on um, disability and one of my aunts is her custodian, so right. handles all of her finances.
0: Now is this still um, Florida or did you guys all move to Ohio?
1: So my sister that needs all of the help now, she's okay. in Minnesota so that my aunt can handle her finances. Okay, gotcha. My older sister's still in Florida. So okay. I'm here.
0: So you guys are mm-hmm. split up pretty good, we really actually. Up, yeah. I mean Florida to Minnesota to Ohio. I mean that's a pretty big mm-hmm. pretty big gap. But I make my way back
1: to Florida. I go then, to yeah. I make my way back to Florida at least once a year. Uh, before COVID, it was more. But right. yeah.
0: So what brought you to Ohio?
1: Oh, you know, a boy. Okay.
0: I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All
1: right.
0: So mm-hmm. now here you are. Well, we're fortunate. I mean, you're a county treasurer now. Mm-hmm. You know, so obviously we're happy to have you here mm-hmm. in this county. So as you, as you were going through then those times in life where you're going to youth group, you're going to, mm-hmm. so what happened after that? Like you progressed through, somebody invites you, like what happened to your neighbors? Did you maintain friendship with them going uh, through Absolutely,
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, I love them dearly. Mr. Jack passed away in 2007. Um, beautiful man. Right. I just, and we all know, you know, I'm going to see him again someday. Right. He was a beautiful man and, and I still miss him. Um, Ms. Bernice, you know, she's still, um, there sharing the word in Chiefland. So uh,
0: that's pretty yep. wild. So you mm. remain close to them. Like with the date now they were your neighbors, right?
1: Um, well country neighbors. Country so neighbors. yeah, country okay. neighbors, so, you know, we lived off of Manatee Springs Highway. So it was a, a driving distance, you know, maybe five minutes driving. Yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. So did you see them a lot outside of church too? Mm-hmm. And how long did they take you to church? Like how, how big of a commitment was that?
1: My whole life.
0: Your whole life, they have yeah, them ever since. My whole couch. life, they must have thought you were like their
1: kid. Yeah, and you know what? The, um, it's funny because I kind of blended in. People would joke that um, if you spend enough time with someone, you start to look like them right. because they, you know, all of their kids—they were all uh, like really dark hair, black, brown hair, right. and blue eyes. Right. So we would go places, and I just blended in with the family. So
0: they did they kind of like take you in as. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you had more contact with them obviously than just Sunday morning or Wednesday night so if another thing was going on they might say hey come along with us Mm -hmm.
1: yeah when Mr. Jack passed away I was with the family and not you know I I was with the family group um, just because I felt like family after all of those years Um, you know when when this whole process first started you know through elementary school um, and you know like junior high and stuff I was you know Sunday morning Sunday evening Wednesday uh, afternoons but then quickly you know was you know we would have birthday parties or, you know, and I was always part of that. Right. I would go Which to awesome. Sunday dinner with them every right. Sunday.
0: Um, right. You are part of their family. Yeah, I was part But I of think that, family. think about that. Now we're talking about Christianity. Mm-hmm. So you come to Christ, uh, faith mm-hmm. in Christ. That faith in Christ puts you not only in a better, in a, into a relationship mm-hmm. with God, because it does. So you can pray and that's all kind of independent up, but it also puts you in community because you've got people around you who are now supporting you. Yes. That you would not have had that kind of loving, doting support Outside of that church family.
1: Absolutely. Right. Yes.
0: So I think that's huge
1: mm-hmm.
0: right there. I mean, Absolutely. just the fact, and I think that we have to be open to that, that we have an opportunity in this life to impact other people, not just our own kids, but as our own kids grow up and they go through time, you know, there's chances to impact other people as the Lord brings people into your path. Mm-hmm. You know, I, li- I like the long term. Sometimes it's a very difficult thing to do to have that long term impact in somebody's life. Yes. You know, over, over time, you do stuff with them, you love on them, you get a chance to be a major player in their life. I think that's a, That's ultra special to me. I mean, they yeah. must have loved that opportunity. I mean, for them. I mean, you love that opportunity, oh, but goodness. I'm sure they loved you just as much as you love them.
1: Yes, and I think that, um, you know, sometimes we are quick to judge, especially, you know, now. We're so mm-hmm. quick to judge, you know, maybe we'll see – And I, and I don't say me or you when I say we, you know, I think as, as a a community, as a nation, you know, we'll see someone or where they've come from and just, just write them off or disregard. Um, But I think that you know, we shouldn't be like that. You know, you never know what someone is capable of. It would have been so easy for, for them to just, you know, take me to vacation, Bible school, give me that exposure and then write me off because, you know, as I started to get older, I could hear people talking in the community. I know what they were saying about my family. I knew that we were poor. I knew, I knew what the relationships that my mom was having were about. Um, I wasn't blind deaf to that. I, I know, I know what they were saying about us. I knew that we didn't have money. I knew that we weren't like the other families. Um, and I knew that statistically I should become, you know, another, another one of those statistics. I'm trying to look for a good clean word to use, you know? Um, but they, they weren't willing to write me off because they know that, you know, I can do all things through Christ. Like I, I'm not committed to a statistics that, you know, Anything is possible, and, and they taught me that, right. and they showed me that, and and you know there's so many there's so many scriptures that are marked and underlined in 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 my Bible here that any time that I felt discouraged or fearful or I thought you know what not you Angie you can't do that I was reminded right. that yes I can right yes I can I've come so far from where I started do you know I was the only one in my family to even graduate high school
0: wow wow that's a statement right. And then you went on from there, obviously. Yes. Because
1: and now, you know, you all trust me with your money. so right. <laughs> <laughs> you know?
0: County treasurer. Yes, yes. No, which, which I'm excited about that, too. Mm-hmm. And I was happy when you won that election. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great and things like that. But, no, I love it. I love the potential. And I know for myself, I grew up with two parents. So I did hear, you know, I love you and stuff like that. We had hard times, you know, for mm-hmm. sure. I personally, because the family was intact. Like I wouldn't want to grow up another way because I grew up scrappy. You know, I grew up having to fend for myself at times, you know, buy my own clothes and Mm -hmm. figure stuff out. And I thought it was good for me going forward. I was just, you get used to that. Like Mm -hmm. no one gives you anything. I mean, you got to go out and earn everything that you have. I'd much rather that world than a world where you just sit around. Everyone gives you everything because that's not a fun lifestyle either. You know, where's your Mm -hmm. opportunity to really Excel and, and this world's full of opportunity, by the way. Oh, it is. There's a. If you look at this county. How many people need help? How many people need workers? How many people everywhere? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yes. It's almost unbelievable how much you. I hear this constant theme. You know, so so many opportunities uh, in this world. But I'm glad to have grown up. I don't know how you feel about it. Do you feel like oh, it benefited you in some ways to have that hard side? And
1: it teaches you just to dig in and keep going you know right. teaches you it gives you that little bit of fight you appreciate everything you have you take right. care of what you have because right. you know that you know you had to work hard for that
0: right mm-hmm. no i agree 100 with that one yeah i think it's for me it's always been something where i didn't have any complaints like i don't, i was happy you know what i'm saying now if i was in right. your situation if i didn't have you know mom around i was always alone i don't know mm-hmm. my parents i mean they were there were a lot of nights they weren't there for sure they're both working but uh my brothers and I all feel the same way. We had fun. You know, mm-hmm. we we didn't look at it that way. I guess we didn't see ourselves as being until later years. You know, we realized how bad <laughs> we actually <Yeah>. were. <laughs> we just, it was normal for us. Like, this is just, this is life. You know, this is how it was. You know, you heat your house with wood and you have to hustle for everything. And it could be brutal at mm-hmm. times. I mean, cold weather, brutal, out cutting wood with ill-equipped. Little vinyl gloves with improper lining. It's 10 below with the wind chill. And you're out in the wood, you know, mm-hmm. carrying wood for your home. And there wasn't any, you didn't feel your fingers like when you were done. It was so, probably, shouldn't have been out there. You I know. don't know
1: about that. I grew up in Florida. Yeah, you
0: grew up in Florida. Yeah, I grew up in the mountains of Pennsylvania <laughs> where it was every bit as cold as what Ohio gets. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, that was... I don't know. I, I, guess I didn't really think about it. I just appreciated everything. You know, I appreciate every. So this day, I just appreciate stuff. You know what I mean? Because you, you know what it was about and how hard you had to work for everything. And yeah, we'd
1: get super hot. We didn't have air conditioning. So we just turned on the water that hose would and hard. douse well, ourselves I and then, <laughs> and then go about our business, get hot again and turn on the water hose and douse ourselves oh, and then goodness. go yeah, at it again. There was a farmer that lived behind us and he had sugar cane, and oh, wow, I remember that'd be cool. I used to run to the back of the property line and I would stick my little body through the fence and I would snap off some sugar cane and peel it back and then I would just lick sugar cane all day.
0: <laughs> <laughs> now, see, they didn't have sugar cane where I grew up. They had a lot of so. gnats. That's what we had. So gnats like crazy. But yeah, I would die. I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a heat baby. I've always said I could never survive in the south. Like I could never I have that in a cold climate because. Well, I just function so much better. This is a
1: lot of information, but I remember at the end of the day, you were so hot and so sticky that you could, even as small children, you could literally smell yourself. It was so
0: bad. <laughs> yeah, well, they, another reason to like Ohio. <laughs> <You> yes. <know? laughs> well, I appreciate you coming in and sharing that because Absolutely. obviously, a hey, the power of invite, the power mm-hmm. of just being there for somebody. Just, you know, it's well, not rocket science to pick somebody up. Hey, if you want to ride to... Mm-hmm church and just being there, you know, having that adopting kind of Mm -hmm. that person into your family and having them around and seeing, you know, it must've been a pleasure for them to see you grow up over those years, Yes, you know,
1: just remember that through, you know, Christ working through you, you can make a difference. You can change lives. Right. I am proof positive right. that you can change lives.
0: Right, And we and we should be praying about that. Yes, Pray yes. about that. Pray, Lord, mm-hmm. who do you want me to impact? What do you want me to do? I mean, I think that's exciting. I think it's a great testimony. Mm-hmm. I really appreciate you coming in and share it. And hopefully it'll be uh, really light a fire, you know, under some of mm-hmm. us to keep our eyes out for those people who are, yeah, they just need a little... Encouragement. Sure. You know what I mean? That could be through Christ just change their life. So thanks for coming Absolutely. in. Thanks super, for having super me. appreciate though. it. We appreciate you tuning in. I uh, hope that you guys all have a great and a blessed week. Uh, get out there. VBS is coming up at the end of June. Invite somebody, Even that, not even a VBS, it could be a WANA, could be a uh, junior church, church, whatever's going on. Uh, bring people out. Be sensitive to the needs of those around us.